Hey, Mondo Fresco here. Welcome to the very first episode of Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon. On the very first show, I had to get someone who is amazing at his craft, someone that I've always admired as an entrepreneur, uh, as a creative, as an athlete, uh, someone who we actually kicked off our first Hubway feature with, my brother, Paul Rodriguez. P-Rod, what's up, brother? What is good? How are we doing? Good, man. Good. Good to have you here, Thank man. you for having me. I'm honored to be the first. You, you know what? Yeah, I, it only I, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I called P and I was like, yo, P-Rod, I need you to kick off this podcast uh, and he's like, yo, I'm, I'm there, man. I'm there to to do it once again, man. And you know what? It's been it's been about four years now since Crazy. we first shot that feature. Time flies. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you something about, you know, Paul is, is that he's always been a real dude. Like he's always been humble. Uh, he's always just... Uh, just like a, a a chill person to connect with, man, and and uh, you know I wanna I wanna thank you say thank you for for always being. Hey, I appreciate it. My yourself, pleasure. You know, and it's and all, that, it's and all that, I can be, <laughs> and not like you know not 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 changing because of everything that that's happened in your career, man. So you know, kudos to you, man. Thank and, you. Um, I I'm excited to have you on, man. I'm excited because um, I know you have a lot going on right now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time that we talked, you talked to me how you wanted to do more acting. Yeah. That was like yeah. the, the, that last time conversation. Well, not the last time we talked, but the last time that we talked like this in front yeah. of cameras, uh, behind microphones, you said, I want to do more acting. Yep. You put it out in the universe. Yes, sir. And now you've done it and you're doing it. Yeah. So we have this uh, series, this Netflix series that is... It's already blowing up and it's not even out yet. Yeah. Please tell us all about it. I mean, I'm even saving the name okay, for, okay. for, for so, you to announce it. So I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, get a role, a small role, but still a good role in uh, Selena the series. And, you know, us being Hispanic, uh, that's a big deal for us. Yeah. You, know? you know, she's an icon for us, for our culture. So to be able to uh, get casted as one of the Dinos. Yeah, uh, wow. be in the band uh, was a big deal for me. Um, I'm gonna be in the first five episodes of season one, so that was huge for me. Um, but yeah, acting is a, is a dream of mine, and as skateboarding s- slows down or however the you know the course goes, acting is my in a perfect world is my dream is my next dream. Yeah, you know, I just want to live my life fulfilling dreams, so that's my next dream, my next phase. So you tell me you you how that all came about. You got the call yeah. and tell me about like when you were on set. Did did you have to sure. sing or like or or, or I, like lip sync or how'd that go? No, I um I play so my I play Roger Garcia, which was one of their original guitar players before Chris Perez. So I play um the years that my character was in the band was I believe eighty six to ninety. Um, so um, fortunately, I already do play guitar. 
Nice. Um, I've been playing since I was like nine years old. I, I don't play like a lot, a lot these days, but I started playing when I was nine. And then when I started skating, that's kind of where my attention went. So luckily I still have some guitar playing abilities, but yeah, we did a lot of performance scenes. We had band practice uh, a few times a week. Wow. Uh, we shot in Rosarito Beach, Mexico at Baja Studios where they filmed Titanic. Wow. Um, so that was an experience that I was so grateful to have. Um, it's still so surreal and they're still shooting right now. They're finishing up the last few episodes right now. Cause I believe there's going to be either two, or they're going to break it up into two or three seasons. Um, and so, uh, they're finishing up right now, the rest of the main cast right now. And, uh, yeah, it was just amazing opportunity, man. I, you know, I was going out on auditions for the last few years, just had an agent, got sent out on auditions. I would just go out on audition after audition after audition. And I got a call for this one, went out in the audition, didn't hear nothing for like six weeks, a month, whatever. Right. I didn't think about it anymore. I just kept going about on with my life. I got a call from my agent out the blue. Hey, uh, they really liked you for Selena. They want to uh, do a callback. They want you to come back and re re audition. Great. Sounds great. Went back. They said, bring your guitar. If you know how to play bring your guitar. So I went and I played like a little Nirvana song like, <laughs> nice. uh, and played for him, did the audition again. Again, I didn't hear anything for, I don't know, three, four more weeks. So I was like, ah, maybe they gave it to somebody else, whatever. And all of a sudden my agent called me one night like, hey, they want you. Uh, they start shooting in two weeks in Mexico. Can you go? I was like, yeah, absolutely. I don't care what I got going on. Like, I'm go you better believe I'll be there. So uh, it, was a, it was an amazing feeling uh, just I felt like when I was a little kid skateboarding and I got my first sponsor, that same energy was just like, oh, I'm running around the house, just all excited. Just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like it was good. It was a great time. And I made a lot of new friends and I got to, um, watch some really experienced actors do their thing and, and soak up a lot of game from them. And, um, so I'm very excited for Selena, the series coming out on Netflix, December 4th, December 4th, man. I'm, mm. I'm there. Uh, that's going to be, that's going to be back big and, and epic, epic. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, it's <laughs> going to be a really, it's going to be amazing. So I'm it, just grateful to have been a part of the process. Yeah. Man, and the way that, you know, when those, those series drop, people just like binge watch, man. Yeah. Especially this one, man. I, I mean, like, especially this it's, one, you know, it's Selena, babe, you know, so what, what does your ideal like dream role or Ooh, or, that's a good or, or movie look like for you maybe like a cast? i like so like so like one of my favorite actors is johnny depp i like how versatile he is i like how he can do action he can do pretty much he can do comedy he can do all kinds of things like that so i'd like to you know that's big shoes to fill so i'm not making any claims but you know if i could be able to do some of the type of roles he's done some you know um get a chance to really explore different type of characters and like really you know try to open my acting game up you know and yeah. there's some actors that you know what to expect you see them every time you know what to expect from right, them. right like guys like johnny depp and those certain kind of actors you don't know what to expect different roles they can play anything from you know pirates to mobsters to so I don't know. I just want to develop my all around skills. I'm still learning. I'm still a student. I'm still just going to classes and trying to develop who I am uh, as an actor and um, see where it takes me. That's really it. When it comes to 
to acting acting chops i know your pops mm-hmm. is is an yeah. actor himself yeah. co- you know legendary comedian and actor paul rodriguez senior mm-hmm. um is is he giving you tips on 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 that he's giving me some but actually i haven't i haven't really like I haven't really like uh, bonded with him about it. On that, yeah, on the acting thing. Do you yeah. like? Are you kind of like? Ah, I kind of want to do my own thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of stubborn. I was like that always <laughs> when I was a little kid too. Because uh, I remember when I was very young, he had his agents and managers when he was, you know, in the height of his career. Like, I would always be around his his you know agents and managers, and they were always like, "Oh, he's so cute. We should send him out on auditions and do things like that." And like, I did it. Like, I went. But then my mom would take me to these auditions, and I really when I was a little kid, I was energetic i was active and i was sitting in the car driving to la doing these auditions i was like i don't like this dad i don't want to do this i don't i don't want to do this like you know i wanted to go outside and get dirty and play with my friends and as i got older and you know luckily skateboarding started happening for me i realized actually i like that better because you know I don't want to have a career handed to me because, uh, you know, I'm the right. son of so-and-so or this or that, like, which is why I'm so grateful that I fell in love with skateboarding and it worked out for me because like, there's no, nothing he could do to help my skateboarding yeah, career. Yeah. Like, like, you can't I, skate, I you can't it. skate. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I'm very, I'm very grateful in that sense. So also now that I've established myself in my own lane in mm-hmm. skateboarding, now I'm, you know, I can go back and be like, I want to do the acting thing now. I'm a grown man. I'm going to do it on my own terms. Learn it, study it, go through the process just like everybody else. And uh, I don't want any special favors. I want to learn it, do it, and, and and make it happen. Your pops, Paul Rodriguez, people know him as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you ever see yourself as a, as a comedic actor, like doing comedies and things like that? Or are you more of a like a like a like a like an acting junkie you want to make sure. like deeper meaningful you know oscar definitely that, i mean is that we have your mind on ever since i was a kid i always if i had a dream i dream to the top to the to the highest level you could possibly go right like within skateboarding thank god even though it's not as a big industry as you know acting or something like that like I was able to, like, I dreamt about, like, getting to the top. So, of yeah. course, if I go into acting, my my mentality, my thought process, the way I pursue it and attack it will be same, you know? Yeah. Like, of course, who wouldn't want to, like, get to a point of winning an Oscar, right? Right. Mamba uh, mentality, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, that's definitely the idea. But um, I would love, like I said, I would love to be versatile where I could yeah. do all that, too, where I could do some comedic things. And actually, after, you know, I've been studying it now three and a half years, taking classes consistently. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, no. And so what I've learned is like comedy is difficult. It's all about timing. It's all about being oh, yeah. so present. I mean, acting in general is about being in the moment of present. But like the timing, when you try to be funny, it's not funny. Oh, yeah. Like, you have to like, <laughs> it's got to be genuine. Comedy comes through pain of the of the, the character and stuff like that. So uh, that's difficult work. So I, 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 it's, it's easy for us as fans and audience member watching a comedy and like laughing like, oh, that Will Ferrell, he's so funny, but like, it's not easy. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. So, yeah. You know, when it comes to, when it comes to this, this, this entertainment industry, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we think about 
um, all the people that they're in the, the entertainment industry is so wide, you know, there's like radio and television and, and sports and a bunch of other things, right? Like there's, there's, uh, movies and, and, and you have a commercial that you did a throwback Thursday to where you got your acting on, um, you had connections with a musician, which is Ice Cube, mm, right? Mm. Uh, there, Kobe Bryant was Kobe in that, us, yeah. in that as well. Um, I know you recently posted that throwback. You know, talk to me in in that throwback. By the way, um, you have a you're riding in a car, yeah, with Ice Cube, with Ice Cube, and you said something along the lines of one of the best days of my life. Yeah, talk to me about that day, man. It was definitely a good day. Um, <laughs> it, that that day uh, was again. It's so surreal, you know. Like that was what two thousand nine. It was for my third shoe, uh, third Nike shoe. Ice Cube had like agreed to allow us to use the song. Agreed to make the cameo. We had Kobe bless us with the cameo as well. I was like, I couldn't. Believe, and then my hero in skateboarding, Eric Costin. I couldn't believe how the stars aligned for me on that shoot it was such a blessing all the tricks that i wanted to do i was able to do land them no injuries everything worked out beautiful i, I just thank god every day how beautiful that whole piece worked out because there was so many moving parts and so many something could have gone wrong at any time and i remember the day we went to shoot with ice cube and he pulled up he was cool like you know he's ice cube like <laughs> and it wasn't no like huge entourage it was you know a couple people they gave him his trailer he was in his trailer he came out he came up chopped it up with me said hello like i'm nervous i'm like oh my god thank you i can't believe you would like bless us with doing this and they put us in the uh in the low rider you know for the last um for the last scene driving away um and i was so nervous i didn't know what to say but he's such a nice chill cool duty like you know just talking to me he was i remember him giving me advice like yo man like you got a lot of good things going on in your life right now you know keep your head on straight there's gonna be a lot of things coming at you whether it's you know women or or people trying to finesse you or yeah. you know you're dealing with money now be smart with that and like he he was he was really like giving me genuine like that's awesome like advice and i remember just like really like to this day obviously like soaking that up and yeah, I mean, he's gone through it all. You yeah, know, man, so. to get to get that was advice the most precious from, thing to me. Yeah, yeah from it's, Ice it's Cube. The, the advice we're sitting in a lowrider <laughs> in <laughs> downtown LA, Ice Cube driving, and I'm in the passenger, and he's giving me advice like, "Dude, you can't write that. You can't write a script about like it's just I can't believe that that flipping a skateboard in my backyard as a kid." Brought that into my life. Yeah. It's crazy. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde $35 por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. Kobe being in that. Um, was that your first time meeting Kobe or you had... You no, had I had met Kobe a few times by then. Uh, Kobe was always cool. He was always fascinated with skateboarding. The first time I met him was at an event in LA with uh, Serena, myself, and Kobe. And uh, it was, they bust in kids from, from local schools and, you know, to meet us and hear us talk. And, you know, it was, it was like kind of like a charity event to, you know, help inspire the youth and stuff. And um, 
I remember I was sitting, I got there, I was sitting in my little green, green room area that they gave me and somebody comes in and says, hey, Kobe wants to say hi. Really? Yeah, yeah, come on. Oh, Kobe and went over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Okay. So I get up, you know, I'm nervous, nervous. I get awkward and nervous with, with my heroes, you know? And he was sitting in a chair, like basically the same chair like this. I was the same height as him. You know, he was in the chair. They were putting his makeup because he was about to go on stage and talk. And he was just like, what's up, man? How you doing, man? I love the skateboarding. I was like, uh, thank you, sir. Like, how's it going? Like, oh, my God. And uh, he was just telling me, like, yeah, one time I tried to skate, man. I fell, I bust my ass so hard, man. That I never skated again. He's like, mad respect for what you guys do. I love it. I appreciate the athleticism. I'm just like, this is, is this really happening? My brain couldn't ex- compute. It was about to explode. What, yeah. what it was happening right now in my life? And I was just like, uh, thank you so much. Ah. And you could actually pull up pictures from that day. It's on the internet. Uh, but yeah, it was just, uh, it's surreal. So I got to, I, I was blessed where I got to meet him, be around him, I don't know, 10, 15 times. Amazing. Got to chop it up with him and, you know, be in different scenarios with him and, and just see him conduct himself. It was, it was honor, man. It's very, very special. And uh, needless to say, it was devastating, you know, what happened. So, yeah, man. Yeah. You, you know, you being from Los Angeles, uh, Laker fan, uh, what, what did, what did he mean to, to you? Dude, like you said earlier, Mamba mentality, man. He was he wasn't just a sports guy. Like, oh, he's got fancy moves. Yes, that's what caught your attention. But what was behind the fancy moves? What was the mentality? Was the yeah. the the passion and everything behind it that created those fancy moves? You know, and being an athlete myself, no matter the sport, that mentality, that that work ethic, that that real dedication to something is was something that's so relatable um, that just drove me to want to continue to be the best at what I, at what I do, be my best, you know? And uh, he, he was he was not playing. He was dead serious about his craft, and it's, it's no joke. And it like the level of persistent dedication that he put over a lifetime, Man. I mean, that take, that's a lot of sacrifice. There's a lot of things that you say no to to – to get to that certain level where you dream yeah. of. And um, I don't think people really understand what that takes um, for that long of a period of time. Yeah. You basically sacrifice your whole childhood, your whole youth. If you want to become a figure like a Kobe or a Jordan or anybody at the top of any sport, like, you know, athletes have a window, right? Like they, they can't do it forever. Yeah. So they have to capitalize as much as they can while they're young. And the fortunate few who realize that youth is fleeting and they capitalize on every moment and dedicate themselves to that, like, you know, they're not going to every house party as a kid. They're not doing all the regular social stuff that all your friends and everybody's doing. Yeah. They have a bigger vision. They were lucky to have a bigger vision earlier. And, and it was in time that they can make it happen before their physical capabilities just aren't there to happen. So that's a very, very difficult thing. And uh, he was, there's, you know, he's at that elite level of that commitment. And so I respect that so much. So he meant so much to me, whether I play basketball or not, you know, especially being from here in LA and watching him, 
he's the only athlete I remember seeing come into the league all the way through his retirement. Like, yep. you know, Jordan was already playing when I was born yeah. and he retired when I was young. Um, and so Kobe, I remember when he came in the league, that was the same year I started skating, you know, and then, wow. I, and then all the way through, he retired. So like, I cried when he retired, when he gave his retirement speech, I'm at home, like crying. And yeah. The dear oh, basketball man. movie, I'm crying, you know, and dude, you know, and then when we heard about the news, dude, I couldn't, that whole first week I was, I was messed up, dude. I couldn't, oh, yeah. I couldn't focus. I was tripping. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, his last game. Oh man, his last mm -hmm. game, I I enjoyed it like it was a finals game. Mm -hmm. Like every time he scored, like when, when he scored mm -hmm. 60, I was like, oh, oh. And yeah, you know, it's like a sort of like a, you know, in, a, in a sense, like in the league, you know, sense, it wasn't really a, a big, important game, but it no, was but Kobe's it was. last game. It was, though. yeah. It was and, huge. And uh, yeah, that was, that was memorable, man. That was, I, yeah. Mm. I can get choked up, man. That's, yeah. that, that that really means a lot, you know. Yeah, man. I um I heard you talking about your heroes. Mm -hmm. I know one of your heroes is H to the O. Of course, H to the O V. Yeah, Hove. Hove. Have you met Hove yet? No, I have not. I'm sure it'll happen at some point, but um yeah, he's definitely like my my biggest inspiration, uh, my biggest hero in life, you know right now who is alive you know like other than that it's, you know bruce lee you know yeah i know last uh, last time we talked you were like man ho ho jay-z that's my hero yeah is is uh mm -hmm. just based on what he's created with his music what's your favorite jay-z song see that's what that's why he's my hero is like it's it's not about a, a song i don't listen to him for entertainment i listen to him for knowledge you know so he's it's a body of work from 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 reasonable doubt all the way till now he's had a consistent message and he's consistently evolved in the direction he told you he was going to do the whole time and then some and not only from like you know owning all his stuff right to you know getting the hottest chick in the game wearing his chain everything to how he's become a father how he's you know from where he started off what he told you what he was started off doing how he you know, flip that into having a bigger vision, turning that into his dream and c come into the reality now. And then now what he's doing is helping, he's reaching back and he's helping the younger generation of rappers, yeah. whether it's with taxes, lawyers, mentorship, whatever yeah. it is, what he's doing is like, it's like, dude, he, this guy is doing it right. And it's like, if I could just, you know, mimic my little career in a little portion of that, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be, very happy with the life I'm living, you know, not you, just for material purposes, but for all around purpose. You know? You've skated with some some hip hop legends yourself. Mm -hmm. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Like how 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 is how how is how does that go happen? Were you, if yeah. he, like if he's not if, if Wayne isn't landing a trick, are you like, bro, you got this? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's just, you know. But I've been able to skate with him now many times over the last 10 years. You know, he still skates he, and he's been skating for at least 10 years now. Wow. Um, and uh, he's very serious and passionate about it. He'll skate. He'll come skate three, four hours with us, you know. And uh, yeah, sometimes it's like it's just like any other session when you're skating with your friend. You go do your trick. All right. I got your back. Give him the nuts. All right. You got it right here. All right. I got it right here. All right. Get my back. And it's just like the the session, the it's just the regular session and then like he's working on a trick that he's 
been he'll try it the same trick for however long it takes yeah. him to get it you know and that's what it takes in skating and uh finally he'll get it everybody will be all crazy but at the same time if you're working on a trick and you finally get in he'll, he'll go crazy too like yeah. it's like it's a real uh i think when we're skating like just from my assessment like he's not little wayne he's just skater right, know, he's just right. a skater skating right. he's not like it's not about anything else it's just hey we're all just here we're all skaters and this is what we're doing it's pretty it's it's so surreal especially when he's talking to you like he'll talk to you and you're like man that's the voice i know <laughs> like, that hey. voice that voice is, i've listened to this yeah, very yeah. voice you know so much and then like here it is the real life voice talking to you that's crazy and you're like wow that's like it's crazy like not only when you if you like you meet somebody who's a hero of yours and like you see a famous person but like the famous voice yeah you know like it's crazy it's like hey pete rod <laughs> yeah yeah just like yeah and you're just like whoa like that's, that's amazing i know i can have my eyes closed i know exactly who's talking yeah. you know what i mean yeah that's 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 such a that's such a crazy thing man who would you say is the best skater that's a celebrity Ooh, wow Best who is who's not a professional skater? Who's not okay? Um, uh, Yellow Wolf is a real good. Really, skater. really good. Um, uh, Hobson, he's really good. Hobson, shout out to Hobson. Yeah, shout out to Hobson. Um, let's see who else. Um, oh, dude, Rich the Kid. I've been skating with him. He could really skate. Yo, I saw one of his yeah, videos. He, yeah, uh, he, that he really, posted on Instagram. Yeah, Rich the Kid. He kills it. Like we've been skating. Uh, he'll come hit the park just the same, you know. And he he really like three sixty flips, crooked grinds. Like he jump, he'll jump down the stairs. He'll kick flip the stairs. Like he's he's really good too. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Rich the Kid. Yeah. Man. Shout out to Rich the Kid, man. Rich the Kid is a is a is a is a Hubway family member, man. Good dude. Um, when it comes to you going out skateboarding does paul rodriguez p-rod still jump fences yeah dude you saw the video on my uh we were just talking yeah, about it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i still jump jump fences man i'm in the streets i'm a street <laughs> skater that's what i I'm do man yeah it's like i still get tickets you know i still get kicked out by the cops you know we still get <laughs> yelled at by ladies walking down the street you know like uh, you know we still sometimes we'll be skating like on the street maybe under an apartment building and they'll dump buckets of water down on us because we're making too much noise and they're annoying you know we're annoying them so it's still it no matter what level skateboarder you are you know especially i'm a street skateboarder that's how i really made it so you have to be in the streets like no matter who you are, like I, I'll be I, all these streets right here, these little back alleys, these little industrial mm. buildings all around yeah, here. Yeah. Like that's my playground, that's my office, you know. <laughs> so like, I'm I'm there. The, all the schools, everything. If if, there, if if there's a spot that we need to skate, whatever's in the way, we'll figure it out. Yeah. When we when we talked on the phone, you said uh, your daughter was with you and she was skating. Uh huh. So she's picked up skating now. Yeah. Tell, tell me about that. I'm so proud, man. Uh, my 11 year old daughter, she recently, um, during the pandemic, she had her best friend staying with us at the house and, um, they just were like, Hey dad, can you make us a skateboard? I almost watered up. Like I've been waiting <laughs> my whole life to hear this. I, I made them some skateboards. I took them out back. I taught them how to push and whatnot. And then 
she's just been sticking with it like uh the street i live on is like on a slight little downhill so she like she likes rolling down the hill and she's just getting used to like learning how to control the board she was skating today uh her her new friend she made uh it's her birthday and they went skating at my boy manny santiago's backyard skate park and uh they were skating rolling around today and uh so i'm excited that like her and her friends are like into it because i think that'll help it to hopefully um really catch on really like stick because yeah. you know when your friends are into it mm-hmm. then like you guys will be like feeding off each other so um plus like this day and age when you got kids on the phone all day long or on youtube you're like come on please just move your body a little <laughs> bit today like go do something like be some kind of active so um i'm very very um happy about this if she was to say dad i want to do this professionally what do you say i'll encourage her i'll encourage her I'll, you know okay okay if this is what you want to do like you know it's you just i want her to focus on because here's what happened you know with me as a kid like thankfully i fell in love with it so much that like when i was young and i started skateboarding even when i found out it was a professional career i knew that's what the goal was but like i wasn't thinking about like I want to get sponsored because I need to get free stuff. I just want the free stuff. Because then you two focus just on the free stuff and the like the um, the uh, byproducts that mm-hmm. come along with mm-hmm. becoming a good skater. And you're not even thinking about the actual act of skating. You're just thinking about like, well, I just want whatever's going to give me success. You're not even thinking about the craft of what's getting you there. Yeah. Um, thankfully, you know, my father was uh, doing well for himself. So like we lived a nice life and uh i just skated because it was just the pure fun joy of it yeah and luckily for heaven she's in a similar situation she doesn't need to like get sponsored and become pro because it's not she's not in a dire situation where she has to make something happen so Mm -hmm. i would just be like well look if you fall in love with this so much that when you go to bed at night you can't fall asleep because you're thinking about skateboarding or every day you just want to watch skate videos or you just want to talk to your friends about who's your favorite skaters or you want to look in the magazines like now we're on the right path yeah because i can't tell her i'm not going to be like all right well here's our training regimen we're going to go in the backyard and you're going to do 20 <laughs> kick flips 20 tray flips like it's that's not going to sustain the passion mm-hmm. that's how you burn a kid out yeah. i only learned and was relentless about it because that's just what i felt like doing there's yeah. no coaches in skateboarding. There's no like, all right, we're practicing every day at three o'clock from this time to this time. It's just like you it's it's a call, it's a urge, it's a it's a like internal requirement. You have to do it. Um, so I would just she says, Dad, I want to be pro. I'm like, Well So she she has told you. No, no, no. I, yet, I was saying yet. if she did if say she that, did. I'd be like, all right, well, let's really find let's get to the root of why you're saying that. Is it just because it sounds cool to say you're pro? Or do you actually love it to that point where like that's what you want to do with your life, you know? So that's all I would I would say. I wouldn't I wouldn't get on some like, all right, well we're training you and doing this and doing that. It's like, in my experience, that's not what would have got me here today. That it was just because it was the one thing on this planet Earth that I wanted to do more than anything else, just for the sheer enjoyment of it. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. You know, I I'm curious as as 
you know, you being an, a professional athlete, when I think about, you know, sports, like I, I play soccer, um, you know, I think about soccer, you, you do, you know, sprints, um, you know, when you do, uh, I don't know, you do like suicides and basketball or something like how, how what does a, a skateboarding, like exercising workout regimen, right. what does that, what does that look like? So for me, it's a lot of plyometrics, uh, a lot of explosive work, a lot of proprioception, like balance work. Um, I do lift weights to a certain degree. I'm not trying to get big and brolic. I'm just, I want to be able to, I lift enough weights so that I can be able to take the abuse of falling, you know, mm. take the hits. Um, but again, that's something you can't, it's, it's really new to skateboarding that skateboarders work out. I've been doing it for 10 plus years now, but that was because I wanted to do that. Yeah. You know, I, I was like, I want to skateboard for as long as possible. And I want to see how, how much I just always was fascinated by like how, what, how much further can I push myself? How much more can I go? Yeah. How much better can I skate? And, and I love it so much. Like how long can I do it too? I want longevity. So that was just my path, my passion and what, I was like, well, I need to start treating myself like an athlete. Still to this day, there are plenty of my peers who are fantastic pro skateboarders who some of them I can't even hold a candle to at this point. Um, they don't they don't do any of that. They yeah. just, they're just they're, you know, young. They just skate and that's what they do. Yep. They skate all day. So um you just gotta know what's right for you. Um, so there is no set um thing. I've been crafting and kind of um customizing my workouts for skateboarding specifically for well over 10 years now but that's just for the type of skating i want to do you kind of have to figure out what it is you want to do is it for longevity are you trying to be more explosive or are you just trying to be more flexible so you you don't pull a muscle as easily or whatever the case may be so that's something that's hard because skateboarding is, is like to me it's like i i even though it's like an athletic feat I mostly relate it to music. It's it's a creative thing too. It's a feeling. You gotta feel it. Where do you wanna skate today? Where do you wanna go? What's your what's your vibe today? You wanna jump something big, you wanna skate a ledge, you wanna, you know, go skate a bowl. It's a it's a vibe and there's no like you try to squeeze it into a box and regiment it, it just it's not doesn't yeah. it's like you're yeah. not like you you know, I, I can't imagine uh Jay-Z is like, you know, okay, every morning I have to rhyme for you know, two, two and a half hours. And then after that, I'm making beats for this. And it's yeah, just like, it's gotta, yeah. you gotta feel that, yep. you know? So you gotta feel what's right for you and how you want to do it. But I will say you can never go wrong, wrong, taking care of your body. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like skateboarding is, is half, uh, being an athlete and half being a creative, like yeah. you said. Yeah, it's it's comp there's no right or wrong. There's no rules. Every every you, it's like skateboarding is. It's hard to say when people are like, "Who's the best skateboarder in the world?" I can't give you that answer. I can give you maybe some of my favorites. You ever First, you ever say me? No, no. not even not even close. Um, <laughs> but it's like it's the same thing. If I were to tell you who's the best musician in the world, it's tough. How are you going to compare it's, yeah. Beethoven to uh, Bad Bunny? Right. It's just, it's all preference at that point, right? These right. are just, they're, they're both great in their own right, you know, and you, you can't really, you, so you can't compare me to a Tony Hawk. It's completely different. You know, we're completely different style of skaters. And yeah. 
it's just we we do what we do very well and you know and and it's all about what mood you're in what do you feel like watching who do you like skating the way they dress their style the way they what they skate their options the trick selection it's same thing with music like subject matter beat selection whatever it's it's funny to me to you know where i said you know uh, when someone asks you who's 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 the, the best and you know skater in the world and you said when i said me you're like no you were quick to say that because you're you know very modest and humble um rightfully so you are like a legend in the game man you're like a, a young still young legend in in the game and it. um but before you were who you are in the skating world um when you let's take let's take it back a little bit to when you were growing up um you know you're you're living at your your parents house um you know and you were telling your parents hey i want to become a skater a professional skater how was that experience for <laughs> you for you then is motivating so my mom was always very um i grew up with my mom i lived with her um and i would go visit my dad when you know when he had free time uh so my mom was always very um encouraging of of whatever hobby i was into like if i wanted mom i want to do karate okay let's go sign you up for karate class mom i want to do gymnastic okay let's go sign you up for that mom i want to play baseball or basketball mom i want to learn how to play guitar now like she was always very encouraging all right well let's go get you some lessons let's go do this or that so when skateboarding finally came around and i seen kids skating at school same thing mom I want to, I want to be a skater. I want I want to ride my skateboard. But at that time there wasn't really like skate lessons, you know what I mean? And uh so I would just for that Christmas uh I asked all my family members instead of giving me a present, just give me some money so I can go, you know, pick out my own skateboard and you know, customize my own board. And then I got my board and then I would just hang made friends with at my new school, the kids who were skating, made friends with them and I would just ride around with them and try to mimic what they were doing because they already knew tricks, you know, yeah. and I would try to mimic what they were doing. And uh, my one friend who I started skating with, Sammy, uh, he he started learning real fast and he was a lot better than me. And he was he was uh, more ballsy. He would try things. I was nervous. I was scared. Like, <laughs> um, So the same thing. And my mom was always just like, hey, you're a boy. That's what you do. You play sports. You get dirty, whatever. You skateboard, whatever. You ride bikes. She's cool with it. When I would tell my dad, like, dad, I want to be a professional skateboarder. He, he, he'd be like, he's the same thing. He was cool with it. He's like, you know, that's what you do. He, the kid likes, he's an energetic kid. But when I was like, dad, I want to become a professional. He's like, well, son, I'm not so sure that there is a career in skateboarding. Yeah. I was like, no, what do you mean? There's skateboard like my favorite. I would say Eric Costin, Tom Penny, Andrew Ren. I would just go down the list of my favorite guys. He's like, yes, yeah, son, but like, do they really make a living? Can you really make a career out of that? He was just unsure. And I stumped him, though, because I was like, nah, dad, this is what I'm going to do. He's like, son, you know, maybe you should, like, try and think about, you know, folk, what you really want to do in life, skate, have fun. But, like, what do you really want to do? I was like, I'm a skateboarder. And he, he would just like, son, that's just not a, a realistic thing. I'm like, you're a comedian. You tell jokes. Like, what do you think your parents who don't speak English, who migrated to this country as farm workers... When you grew up in Compton and you told them uh, you want to tell jokes and that's how you're going to take care of the family, what did they say? And he was, I, you know, you got me, kid. You got me. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. What to, I was like, well, then I'm going to skate. 
And that, that was that, wow. you know what I mean? Like, that was my argument. I don't know how at 12, 13 years old, I really like understood that, but yeah. I did. Yeah, it was, it was funny. But so he wasn't unsupportive. He was just like, like, don't, you know, waste all your time on a, a dead end road. So, but how was he to know? How was I supposed to know? So <laughs> thank God I did. Yeah. I, I I love asking that question um, to a, a fellow Latino because, you know, it, it's not that our, our parents don't don't really support us. Sometimes they just don't understand what we want to do, you know, um, and uh, and they obviously always want the the safest, easiest route, most secure, uh, secure, you know, security. Um, so I obviously have a lot of creative friends, a lot of, you know, that have decided to take the non-traditional route. Uh, so I always find it very uh, motivating, very inspiring <coughs> to hear everyone's story mm -hmm. like this, man. So um, I want to talk to you about what is what is next for you. I know you you just got back from an injury. Mm -hmm. You're back in the game. You're you were telling me that you're super focused on on skating. You're you're even more motivated coming out of the injury. Yeah. Um, injury. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, skating aside, what do you see yourself doing here? And not even like you know, I'm not gonna tell you five, ten years. Like, what do you see yourself doing in, in the next like like year or two? I can't answer that with skating put aside. That's that's what it is right now, you know. Like I, I I came off a knee injury. I had surgery, ACL, meniscus, everything. Surgery. Uh, I my my love and passion and fire was rekindled during that yeah. healing process. And uh, you know, I got a lot of, a lot of interesting things cooking up right now, and I'm preparing uh, for some things that I'm not fully gonna talk about just yet. But just know it all involves being very focused on skateboarding. And I got I got a lot left to give uh, in skateboarding just just for my personal desire so really like i'm kind of a one-track mind like if i'm what i'm focused on is what i'm focused on and everything else kind of suffers whether that's a good thing or a bad thing i don't know but that's just the way my i operate tunnel you know? vision like yeah. blind, blinders on yeah so uh that's what it is i can't i can't couldn't tell you about the next 12 24 months without skateboarding in it because you know God willing, unless another injury or some unforeseen circumstance happened that's out of my control, uh, it, it will be skateboarding. And, you know, it, it's crazy. Not that I hear you, you know, say you don't know what you're going to do for the next 12, 24 months. If if 2020 has taught us anything. You don't know what you're doing from today to tomorrow. Promised. Yeah, for 12 to 24 hours from now, you don't know what's going on. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. <laughs> uh, what, so tell me about your experience, you know, throughout this, this pandemic, man, that we've all, yeah. you know, have found very challenging how has this experience been for you? What have you learned from, from the last, you know, five, six months? So, you know, as the world in general, right, it's been a hard time for all of us, right? Not only just the pandemic, but like, look at the, the influential people we've been losing yeah. up to Eddie Van Halen just yesterday or two days ago. Um, you know, it's been a, it's, it's been the year that just 
just hasn't stopped, you know, and, um, outside of that, right? Like if you, if you're talking about the big picture, it's been really harsh, but if I'm just focusing down on my little own personal bubble, personal world, I feel guilty sometimes because I feel it's been great. Um, my life has changed drastically over the six months, uh, um, for the better mentally, physically, uh, where I'm at, you know, on my skateboard, you know, like just during the pandemic is when my knees started feeling good. And I just started getting back my skating. And now I'm feeling like I'm really approaching being fully back and fully firing on full cylinders. Um, so, uh, I got new people in my life, new people. Uh, um, I, there's some people not in my life. Um, and so I don't know this, I don't know the, the pandemic being into it really caused me to realize that life is short. Life is fleeting. Um, live your, live your dreams, live the life you want to live, right? Like at the end of the day, we all end up back in the dirt, right? So What's the point of playing it safe? What's the point of doing, like we were talking about, the traditional route? What's the point of like working, you know, 75 years to retire and, you know, whatever? Like, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm not knocking that. But I'm saying like, don't forget that like this ends, right? Yeah. It doesn't go on forever. And like, don't forget that like you're allowed to be happy, right? Like, wouldn't you want to live a life like that's happy? (laughs) that's just just my thought process like i just want to be happy whether it's involving you know fame and fortune that stuff's cool yeah right but like if you're not already happy underneath that before that when you get that stuff it's only going to make you a more magnified version of what you are right so if you're already a depressed or dark or negative person and somehow you stumble into success and fame and fortune like you're going to find very soon that you're going to be even more depressed within that more lonely more whatever so like it's only gonna magnify what you already are at your core right like so i just happiness is where i want to be man yeah i love that um how would you say you know being in the pandemic um obviously technology has has been you know a big help for for us all how would you say tech has helped you throughout the 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 pandemic well uh business wise uh with my brand primitive you know it's allowed us to keep the brand alive and 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 survive during the pandemic like especially when it first hit you know being able to have online uh, online store really helped us out really kept us alive we almost didn't make it uh you know of course being able to be connected with everybody even your friends like you don't get facetime zoom calls you get to at least interact right and not to mention you know the streaming platforms like we spent all of us a lot of time at home man tell me you weren't watching netflix nonstop, <laughs> you know um so it's just been like imagine having having this happen 30 40 years ago and i don't i don't know maybe it's because we're so accustomed now to technology maybe our brains aren't used to that maybe 30 40 years ago they would have been fine because they're not used to having this kind of technology yeah. now but I don't know. I think we're very lucky, like, you know, being able to keep the world moving, keep business going and um, being able to move quick and adapt and evolve to what's happening in real time, you know? So I think technology has been very helpful for that. And on top of that, like it's helped me 
you know, still keep my sanity, right? Like I was, I was doing a lot of meditations, you know, I would go online, get a meditation, sit there and meditate and listen to it in my headphones or, you know, different prayers or watch interviews of people who inspire me. It's whatever you want to do with it. So we're very lucky. When you, when you meditate, is it like, what is it like, um, Guided. like mind mindfulness or like yeah like it depends it really depends on what the mood is sometimes i won't even sometimes i'll just meditate in silence without headphones or nothing i'll just try and just quiet my mind and just breathe um sometimes it'll be a guided meditation yeah um sometimes it will be mindfulness sometimes yeah. it will be prosperity sometimes it'll be <laughs> for to help me go to sleep you yeah know? like just that's the beauty of it is so many. So there's no, uh, one. you know, what, man, I, I, I love that because, you know, in, in the Latinx world, we don't talk about meditation uh-huh. or mindfulness enough, right? Even therapy. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a therapy advocate, you know, mm-hmm. I, and, and, uh, you know, in in our culture, it's often, um, like brushed off or it's, you know, if, if, uh, <laughs> if, if I was yeah. to tell my, if I was tell my pops, yeah. Hey dad, you should, you should do therapy. You'd be like, yeah, you're not start loco. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> Dude, same here. Man. You're preaching to the choir. It's that machismo, bro. It's that they come from a different generation where they're like, <laughs> like my dad won't go to the damn chiropractor. Well, I remember some years back, he was, his assistant had called me like, you gotta come. Your dad, he's stuck on the couch. His back is killing him. And He's got to do some shows pretty soon and he won't listen to me. Like he needs to go to the doctor. He'll listen to you. And I go, dad, what's going on? Oh, I'll be fine. Just I'll lay here for a couple of days. I'll be fine. I'm like, dad, I got a, like, I, I get hurt for a living. Like I got a guy. He'll take care of your back. Come. Nah, nah, nah I don't want to do that. And you're like, come on. Like, just what's the problem? Like, I don't, I don't know what, where the, the, the mental block is or yeah. like, you know, but whatever, it's cool. It's fine. And, um, it's it's kind of funny too in that in that sense, but I don't know. I'm just yeah. at a place where like I don't. I try not to have any preconceived boundaries or barriers. It's like we're in, it's 2020, man. Like just be free. Yeah. Know? No. No. You know, I think I think it's just it's important for you know people like us to to talk about it, right? Because sure. you know it, it kind of removes the stigma of all of these things that we just talked about. And uh, I think it's it's important for us to do it. It's important for us to talk about it. It's important for us to say if if we do it, you know, like I'm, I, I do therapy. Um, mm-hmm. you I've know, done mental, my fair me- share, plenty of therapy, yeah. Mental health is important, you yeah, know, and, 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 and part of meditating and mindfulness, it has a lot to do with, with mental, with your mental health. Mm-hmm. It's just as important as your physical health. I mean, health, that's the one thing that if you don't have it, nothing else, everything else is um, rendered useless, right? Like if you're not healthy, nothing else, if you're not healthy, you're dead, right? So like, so (laughs) anything we enjoy in life becomes useless if you don't take care of the one thing that allows you to use this instrument that we're in, this bodies that we are encapsulated in Mm -hmm. to allow us to experience this reality. Like if you're not healthy and alive, then you can't experience the joy of life. That's the one thing that shouldn't be overlooked. What would you say to someone that is, is maybe, you know, at the moment, not someone who is like, you know, like our age, someone who's, 
who's you know a, a fan um you know someone who who's you know a millennial and and is still has a stigma what would you say to them to to kind of like open up to to do things like that like therapy and, and mindfulness and, and and um you said uh med- meditation yeah i would say just just personal and i'm not here to i'm not preaching or being preachy i believe in god right so i would say first and foremost pray pray on it ask ask for guidance ask for you know whether you pray every day or you don't like some people maybe they pray on autopilot and they just say the same thing and they're not actually really putting their their real soul into the prayer put your sit down clear your mind put your soul into prayer ask god to guide you god whatever it is in life god I feel lost right now. I feel confused. I don't know what to do with my life. Please just guide me, direct me. Boom. And I, if you go with the open mind, you might be surprised at the results. I know I have in my life. That's personal experience. So for me, first and foremost, whenever I hit a certain awkward time, that's it. I just, I just, I get down and I pray. That's it. I love that. I love that, man. That's, that's, that's a beautiful thing. Lastly, holidays are around the corner. Do you have some traditions that you practice that you do you know at home during christmas time are you do you get down with the tamales at the crib like wish uh (laughs) no unfortunately man i don't have a specific tradition it's either we go to my grandma's house or some years we, we do it at my house this year i don't know depending on who in my family like where they're at as far as they're concerned about being close to people or social distancing, not like depending what happens in the next between now and Christmas and where we're at socially. I don't know. That's very interesting to see what's going on. And also I feel like it's crazy to me because it doesn't feel like Halloween and Thanksgiving <laughs> and Christmas are like right here because I feel like we've just been in one long month <laughs> of yeah. when, when this started in March, I just feel like it's still just one long March. Yeah. So I feel like, wait, it's our holidays. Well, this is crazy. So, someone uh, said it's. It seems like it feels like the longest, shortest year. Yeah, I totally agree with that because it's already coming to an end. But yet, sitting at home and being put on the silence for so long makes you feel like this is one long day that hasn't ended. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Well, brother. I appreciate you Thank coming you. by. I got much love and respect for you, man. Uh, I'm excited for everything that, that you got coming. I'm definitely going to be binge watching uh, Selena All right, when it drops it. on Netflix. December that's right, that's right. 4th. December 4th, Jay-Z's birthday. Jay-Z's birthday. There you go. There it is. Mm-hmm. Thank you, brother, once again for, for coming by, man. Oh, I appreciate that. And uh, one thing before we leave, I brought a little gift for you. Oh, uh, you I like know, gifts, how man. we're coming up soon to a day of the dead and whatnot. I've recently partnered with the, a tequila brand, Tequila Commissario, right here. And we are releasing a signature Paul Rodriguez bottle. So nice. I brought you one. There's only going to be 4,000 of these released. So I brought you one. You can celebrate. Thank you, really. Let's do we'll, we'll we'll go around here. Social distancing. <laughs> keeping it distant, Thank you. But, uh, no. I love that. That's, that's our Blanco tequila. Yeah. Comisario. And mm-hmm. so this is the P-Rod, Paul Rodriguez. Signature bottle. Signature bottle. We, we're going to announce the rollout of my partnership with them. And, and uh, 
and this will be the bottle we're gonna do it with. So I'm uh, very excited. It's a very fun project, and uh, yeah, I, I, I can't that, wait brother. for everybody to try it. It's, it's top shelf. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you, man. You. I, here we go. Let's do this through the glass there. Bam. Mm. There you go. <laughs> Appreciate you. P-Rod, thank you once again for coming by. And thank you so much for watching. This is Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon.